Hello, hello, welcome again. Uh, we're sitting down with uh, someone that uh, I know personally well, one half of the group Black Stacks, a uh, Seattle yeah. legendary, you know, musician group. Yeah. Uh, a community activist, a teacher, yeah, uh, a father, yeah, uncle, yeah, son, yeah, you know, all the brother, all that. Uh, EK's Jace, JC Cage, what's happening, world? It's good to come to you live from the SCA, the 20 sickness. It's a pleasure to be on the show with my nephew and uh, talk about little things that he want to discuss. So let's get into it. All right, let's do it. Uh, so one of the first questions I'm going to ask mm. is, for this segment, I've been focusing a lot on game. You mm. know, kind of, I think it's a way of thinking. Mm. Uh, but do you think that you can be successful without, you know, knowing the game? Well, you know, I, I, I thought about that question a little bit when you talked about it. And uh, one of the things that came up to me was what kind of game are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Are we talking about a game that has rules or are we talking about a game with no rules? Because there's a difference between the two. If you're talking about a game with rules, then there's certain steps you got to take. There's certain procedures. There's certain things you got to go through just for the experience so you'll know how to maintain it and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about something without rules, I know nothing about that. So I don't think really I don't with really rules. have any more game? I don't know. I ain't going to say you don't have game. I'm going to say what game are we talking about? Because it's just like watching um, basketball, mm-hmm. right? If I'm being fouled, call a foul, right? But don't not call the foul because... Don't not call the foul because I'm a big guy or I'm better or I'm stronger, or I'm faster. Either there's rules to it or there's not. And if there's rules to it, then call it what it is. A foul is a foul. Disrespect is disrespect. Corniness is corniness. I mean, with that, it seems to make it an even playing field, so to speak. That means that... What you mean? uh, In the sense that there's a... Like you said, rules. Yeah, it's set rules. You have rules. You Mm -hmm. you have a certain Mm -hmm. way of doing stuff. There's a, a middle so to speak. There's a baseline. Mm. And I think I understand what you say about that in that things now seem a lot different. Uh, It's not even that they seem a lot different. There's nothing new under the sun, right? All the stuff that people are doing now has been done. Mm -hmm. Just look back in time. If you think I'm just talking, all you got to do is go back and check the books, right? Check the files, right? Mm -hmm. But And these are facts, and so there's nothing new. It's cats had game in the twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties. Nice Everybody had a little game. Mm-hmm. So game will never leave. But what I ask, my question is always, what game are we talking about? Because, you know, the only way something is allowed to stand and stay for a while is it has something called rules. Right. And rules, people don't like rules now. Mm-hmm. People act like I can just do whatever, whatever, but then when you get what comes back from that, whether you call it karma or whether you call it reciprocal or whatever you want to call it to get back, right. whatever you want to call it, just realize when you do something, it comes back. Mm-hmm. So if you understand game, then you know how to understand every situation you've been through or you're going through and you know how to deal with it. And sometimes that means to humble yourself. Right. The biggest gangsters ain't the loudest talkers. Right. They're not even the most aggressive people. Mm-hmm. They're cats who get it, who understand the rules. Right. So I know how to talk to cats. So anywhere I go in the world, 
I can go anywhere on any block yeah. in any city. You ain't got to check in like. And I ain't got to check in like nobody. Time. I build relationships. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it ain't because I'm a big bad man. It's because I understand the rules yeah. and how to go wherever. Whether I'm in South Side of Chicago, Richmond, you know, California, you know, a certain way. In Chicago. Right, L.A., New York, Miami, Dallas, London, Africa, Brazil, China. It doesn't matter. Whatever the rules are to wherever I'm going, I have to understand the rules so I know how to play the game. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I'm getting at, nephew. Cats right. don't want to play by the rules no more. And then when they get checked on it, then they act like everybody doesn't. Oh, why, why are you picking on me? Why are you pointing me out? Why? Because you don't know the motherfucking rules. Right. Learn the motherfucking rules and you won't have these problems. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I know. Right. I think one thing that that puts me in the mindset of is a lot of things happening in the music industry right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of extortion happening mm-hmm. to a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. up and coming artists. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that were kind of in the game, so to speak, quote unquote, um, were bad business. You know, we talked the Birdmans, we mm-hmm. talked, you know, people not paying producers, we talked, mm-hmm. you know, all these cases. Major record labels, all, everybody. It ain't just one individual because they're being funded. Right. right, and they're being given a script to follow too. Right, so they're following the script, and that's the game they're playing. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't want this conversation to seem like it's, you know, oh, there's rules and you got to stay in this box and this right. and that. When you enter anything, you have to understand what it is you're getting into. Right, how do you succeed in that? Mm-hmm. And success isn't always the money. Success isn't always the fame. Right. Success can be the legacy, the stability, that you're able to do it for 30 years. That's success. And you can take care of your loved ones and help people and share resources. That's success. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I don't want this game thing, our conversation, I don't want to be like, oh, so game is a certain, you're in a certain arena. No, no, it's called the the game of life. If that's the case, let's take a step back. One thing, and I guess we would have to Set a definition for mm-hmm. what you know, we think game is. Mm-hmm. When I think game, the kind of first thing that pops into my mind is it's a level of comprehension. Mm-hmm. I think at the base level, mm-hmm. game is the way you're able to comprehend things that happen around you and kind of your environment and everything mm-hmm. and apply them to your benefit, right? Mm-hmm. Some people call that street smart. Some people mm-hmm. call that intuition business savvy Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the direction I you know approach it when I think game and that game specifically we just mentioned was connected more towards the music industry Mm -hmm. but uh I'd like to ask with that kind of lens on Mm -hmm. how do you feel like the experience of being a black man in America has changed has changed? Has changed, if at all, if it has at all. Well, you know, that's that's a hard question, you know, because, uh, you know, we were brought here for a specific reason. Right. It was to manufacture, to build up, to give society a certain labor. rhythm, labor, but also to give society a certain rhythm in this country. It didn't have a pulse. It didn't have a rhythm. It didn't have a soul. Mm-hmm. So we brought in, we were also brought in to bring the artistic side, the creative side of who we are. To bring and that what sauce. We, right, and what, to bring that sauce and to pour it all over this country 
so that this country would have a flavor. Mm-hmm. And so when you ask me the question about has it changed, I mean, if you're talking about has people's uh, direct um, hostility um, shown itself every day? No, I think there's a passive aggressiveness. But I also look at policies and not people. Mm-hmm. Have the policies changed? Right, super predator. I mean, we're right still under the lens of super super predator. So, if the, if, why are we still three fifths of a human in the Constitution? Right. Why did we have to create civil rights laws? Why is human rights organizations still questioning the incarceration of black males based off of the percentage that we have in this country? Right. Why are we still the highest targeted police brutality and murder? In this country, why are black males still being undereducated? Right, the, all the prison, prison industrial complex. The prison industrial complex. So when you ask me, I say the physical chains have come off. Some of the restrictions that where we couldn't go have come away. But in reality, when I walk into a building or a room, and I'm the only black man in the room, nah, those behaviors haven't changed. Nah, those stereotypes haven't changed. Nah, that cautiousness hasn't changed. And you have to assimilate to make them comfortable. So to me, I don't know how much has changed, but I know when I walk into a room as a black man today in 2018 in the United States of America, I still get looked at, persons still get held. People yeah. still don't get on the elevator with me. People still walk away from me. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the person that they should be looking out for slides right in and gets them every time. Right. And as long as the world continues, United States particularly, specifically, continues to allow the policy, policies to remain the same, I question, has anything really changed for a black man in America? Right. I mean, yeah, even so. Being in a, you know, different environment, I've seen kind of how the the way the day to day operations kind of mm-hmm. happen. You know, mm-hmm. it's now we're dealing with classism. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people get caught up in mm-hmm. that kind of, you know, oh well, I got money now. People mm-hmm. might not, mm-hmm. you know, hold their purses when they see me, or people might, you know, want to have me in the room. But mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that the entirety of the system is absolutely. Because so it's policy, right? I mean, look at LeBron James, you know? I love the brother, right? He's never been in trouble. He's been under the spotlight since he's been 15. He don't have the controversies. I don't care what they talk about, him creating drama through social media and all that. Everybody does that if you're anybody, right? right? When you say something, of course, it's going to come. But look at it. In L.A., in a city of Hollywood and liberalism, right? and you can date who you want, and you could, you know... Go where you want. Mm-hmm. He still got the word nigga tatted on his gate. Yeah. For what? Because he's yeah. a black man. Harvey Weinstein didn't get sexual predator tatted on his gate. He didn't get that over his buildings. They let him walk away with millions. Mm-hmm. And his family still runs the organization. And his brother's supposed to be a so lot worse than he That's was. what I'm saying. And so you got to look at things for what they are and not what you want them to be. Loving who you want to, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. You know, being treated fairly, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. But don't disrespect the people you say 
You're supporting in the mistreatment and the prejudices and the racisms right. and the inequalities that are happening, but you hate the person that right. you're talking about. You love that there's, it's there because it gives you fuel for your fight, but you hate the person that the fuel comes from. Right. You really have to look at that. Yeah. I mean, even uh, I think that you definitely have to have a sense of what's going on to be a black man in America now. Absolutely. You have to have that kind of, you know, intuition we were speaking of. Absolutely. You know, uh, and you talk. And it's genuine. You can't, you can't, you can't create consciousness with your eyes wide shut. Right. You can't create consciousness and then make excuses for bad behavior because you like that person. Yeah. Tell it like it is. And people that are really down with you, they'll accept it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can tell. It ain't because they go, oh, oh, black man, oh, oh, we don't need that. Right. We need people to say, yeah, that's that's wrong. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that policy needs to change. Hey, yeah, that really did happen. Those are facts. Right. And not, not fake news. Not fake. You know. Not fake. Not made up. Not fitting to, to distract you. But reality of life. Right. When, we, when you get out of here and you leave and I leave, you actually have to get up and walk down the street or get in your car and drive down the street. You tell me. When I'm standing on the block, police still drive by me and turn their head mm-hmm. while there's somebody else that may look a little different that's right behind me doing dope. Right. But he's looking at me like I sold him the dope. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, until that changes, until we... Uh, reestablish policies and get people in communities that give a damn about the people that live there and not just the land that's there and how precious it is and how much it, it, it the value of it is so you can be close to what you need right. but actually value the people. There's no value nobody can put on my, my head or my life. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> that makes me think of something I kind of went through the other day. Mm. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. and he told me that he has never really experienced racism. Black man, you know, six two, six three, mm-hmm. walking around. Mm-hmm. So he's never really experienced, you know, face-to-face racism. We had a long conversation. I was like, well, you've seen it your whole life, mm-hmm. but you may not have directly touched on it. You know, it may not have. Somebody might not have called you a nigga. Exactly. Or a boy. Exactly. Right, I got what you're saying. Uh, do you think that or nigger, should I say. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you think that in those situations, you can those people can be successful without knowing this part of the game or knowing how systems operate and knowing I, the details of the prison industrial complex and so on and so forth? I think you'll forever be confused if you don't understand, like you said earlier, if you don't have a consciousness. Why does everybody feel like, particularly black folks, and we get... We get we get chastised and criticized and made fun of and and all these different things. When we talk about racism or inequalities or discrimination, all of that in the box, if it doesn't happen to us physically in our face, if it doesn't happen to us purposefully, we feel like it's cool. Everything's cool. Right? right? Maybe... Does he understand systematic racism? Does he understand judicial racism? Does he understand economical racism? Does he understand educational racism? 
Does he understand housing racism? Does he understand that certain people are put in play and are put in positions of power simply so other folks that look like him can't? Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't, then it's cool. He can, he can do that. But what usually happens is people get a personal experience and then they come screaming, oh, you, did you see that? That's racist. That's now they give a damn. And that's right. usually the American condition. We don't give a damn about nobody else no. until it comes to our front door. Then when it comes to our front door, now we want the humanity. Now we want the respect. Now we want the dignity. Now we want the truth. But until it comes to our door, we act like when I walk outside, I'm in a bubble. Or it didn't happen to me, so it don't happen no more. Right. I have never been shot at by the cops. Right? Mm -hmm. So does that mean black men don't get killed by police? Mm -hmm. Does it mean that that's not a real epidemic? Mm -hmm. You could talk about the black-on-black -black crime, but who's talking about the U.S.-made government stamped guns that are in the hood? Right. How you got U.S. government stamped guns in the hood, but <laughs> we're talking about this killing? With the, right, yeah. right. But that's they're not doing that in other neighborhoods. They're not purposefully promoting and pushing crack cocaine right. like they did to my generation that yeah. destroyed a generation which destroyed the children they knew what they were doing right. so even if it didn't happen to me physically even my mother and father weren't crackheads so you're saying the crack epidemic didn't affect my that generation pro wasn't real so right. what i'm saying by cats like that is they usually get a smack in the face and then they're kind of stuck because they're like oh i thought I didn't think that. I don't understand it. Right. And if you don't understand what racism is, it's not just I'm white, you're black. I'm I'm light-skinned, you're highly melanated. Right. It's about policies and procedures and how you put things together so that there's certain things that as a black man, you got to do 10 times better just to be on the level. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't understand that, the world will make sure that he oh, does. yeah, it will wake you up quick. Oh, yeah. As soon as you get out your comfort space. Oh, yeah. And stop being around passive aggressiveness. And be, that's why I say, when you ask me, did it change? There's so much passive aggressiveness. You know, people make snide remarks, but they really mean this. Right. People say this or do this, but they really do that. So, you know, right. that's, that's, that's game. You got to like know what it southern, is. southern, uh, what is the term? Uh, like, kill you with sugar, uh, Whatever the kill you with kindness. Kill you with kindness. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Right. If I can just if I can c confuse you by being smiling in your face, backhanded compliments. Backhanded right. compliments you. Mm -hmm. Always do. Then I I got you. And if we just get enough of those, we don't need everybody. But if we just get enough of those that can run. Around, I know racism that don't exist no more in 2018. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> so what do you feel like is something that's like? Missed thing. What do you think is the missed mark? I think what's missed is that, you know, as parents, as a father, a lot of times, you know, I don't want to share things that hurt me with my children because I don't want them to go through that. Mm -hmm. And I think we just need to put the facts on the table. We need to be honest when things happen today and call it what it is. Right. Stop acting like everything got to be so politically correct. 
Mm-hmm. We were so politically correct. We got Donald Dump as a president because <laughs> we're so politically correct. Oh, we can't we can't remove somebody who has done everything that has gotten everybody else removed from their positions multiple times. Multiple over. times over. We can't remove this person. That's racism. That's white male privilege. Right. That's part of what I'm saying. Right. Just think about In what the I'm flesh saying. Too. In, we're watching it. The privilege of a white male who's not smart, who's never done anything to help this country, but holds the position of the highest power in this country, gets away with things that have ruined some people's lives. Right. Ray Rice can't even get a job again. Right? right? And, he, and, and he made a mistake. He admits it. Should He don't do that right. to a woman you love or a woman at all. Mm-hmm. But you definitely don't do it to the woman you say you're going to marry. That you did right? end up marrying. But Melania Trump is getting cheated she's on. She's a captive. Yeah, she's, a, yeah she's a captive. But what my point is this. She's being cheated on. There's prostitutes coming out. There's things that he's done. There's people that have died in buildings that he's owned. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that come, going to come back. Yeah. All the sexual and harassment stuff. All the sexual harassment stuff. And you got rid of people in his cabinet for sexual harassment. You got rid of news anchors. You got rid of famous folks. Yeah. You got some people in jail for 100 and something years. This food's but this food is like, y'all paid 130 racks. So what? So what? Now, just now, if you really want to see the truth, let's take 2% of what he did and put that on Obama. Do you think that this country would have called for his impeachment? Oh. Do you think they would have called for him to be jailed? They were waiting like hyenas. Waiting they were waiting for something bad. But yeah. him like Obama, Obama like LeBron, you can't get nothing on me. You right. can't put nothing on me. Right. I'm good. So now we got to find other ways to attack you. Shut up and dribble. Oh, nigga, you was gay. Yeah. Or you was this. Or you was that. Like, that's a put down. If right. he was, that's his business. I don't yeah. care who you sleep with. When I meet you, I don't want to know your sexual orientation. <laughs> I want to know if you're a good person or not. Facts. What kind of what kind of individual are you? Are you human, or are you playing are you playing something on me? Right. Because I don't care nothing about that. But if it was a woman that had one, look what they did to Hillary. Mm-hmm. If Hillary had did two percent of what tr- Dump is doing, yeah. then she would have been. They would have been talking about impeaching her. Mm-hmm. So you, all you gotta do is watch. Sit back. Ain't no rules to the game anymore. Ain't no rules. Mm-hmm. So now, America is setting itself up for a faster decline because there's no rules. And then when you try to hold somebody to a rule, they're going to say, what you talking about? Yeah. You allowed that person to do that. Right. You allowed that person to do that. Right. You allowed that person to do that. Are you going to hold me for the same thing? Mm-hmm. The world is watching. Yeah. The world is watching. And if we are the ones that got game, then it's about survival and winning championships. That's what it's about. Surviving and winning and whatever that means for you. That's game. Right. So then what do you think is the biggest stopgap that keeps us from it? I think people have fell in love with something called money to the point where money is now value. Money doesn't have value unless we give it value. Mm-hmm. You can't walk up to me and say, I know you're cold. Here's money. That ain't going to do nothing for me. Right. What about heat? What about a blanket? Right. What about fire? 
What about a roof over my head? Some people would say that's money. If that's money, then that's cool. Right. But what I'm saying, I'm talking about the physical value of money. I'm talking about the dollar bills, the tens, the twenties, the fifties, the hundreds. I'm talking about people put so much value on it that they don't we don't value relationships no more. Right. So it's more important than people. Right. So of course you're gonna get extorted. Cause they value money. They don't care nothing about you. Right. Don't care if you get hit. Give me that 10, 15 racks. You get hit, you get hit. You see what I'm saying? But if you have relationships with people, people won't, they don't need that from you. Right. And I think that's what's stopping a lot. Cause everybody's putting a dollar amount on their humanity. Ain't no dollar amount on my humanity. Not a not I don't give a fuck if you gave me a hundred million dollars. You can't make me lose my humanity. Yeah. Right? And it goes back to how were you raised, right? There was a time in this pe- in this country where communities looked after each other, right? Um, we the children were safe because everybody in the community was looking after them. The elders were safe because everybody in the community was looking after them. The women were safe because everybody in the community was looking after them. You wouldn't be allowed to bully nobody because then the bullies would come and bully you. Right? They didn't like that, right? But now it ain't like that. Why not? I don't know. I, I I go back to there was a time where, you know, there was about self-love. I'm talking about black community. There was a time where we talked about self-love and people took that selfishness. Self not meaning I. Self meaning we. Understanding how you fit. And I think a lot of people are like, well, you, you know, I'm about me now. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. You got hung up on the terminology? Yeah, I think it hung up on terminology. And I also think this, nephew, people don't realize one one important thing. You don't succeed by yourself and you don't fail by yourself. You name me somebody that made $100 million by themselves and I'll show you a liar. Unless they... Yeah, you still got people... You got, even if you rob a bank, you're taking other people's money. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. you're not even getting that on your own. And I think what has happened is you get to say, I don't need nobody. I did it on my own. No, you didn't. Right. No, you didn't. And if you say it, you're disrespecting Everybody else that came before you, that worked with you, the that supports you, you you, you disrespected everybody. Right. So to me, I don't. I get into a we, right, and not everything we gonna do. We gotta do together. But there is a there is a uh, a level of uh, respect for the for the next man and next woman that we should have for one another. That consideration. I made it on my own. No, you didn't. When you fail, you got a lot of people that you blame. Oh, man, this person did this, and this person, and then. So, nobody succeeds or fails on their own. Mm. And how disrespectful for people to say that. So, when you say that, you've already detached yourself. Right. I mean, yeah, you stand alone. I I remember reading... um, the 48 Laws of Power. Uh, and just pick it up. I bought the book. I remember I heard somebody talking about it. Uh, and I was like, well, what is it? I looked it up on YouTube. They had some of you know, the laws and kind of going through them on YouTube. But I remember one of the laws was um, dealt with the story. And the story was, the premise of the story was how a smart king might build walls and barricades and you know castles and you know fortify the defenses and whatever mm-hmm. and they'll protect their kingdom 
Absolutely. But a smarter man is going to build bridges. So he's, you know, is going to trade with other kingdoms, create, you know, some rapport, those relationships, you know. And that's a whole other way of protecting, mm -hmm. you know, yourself and providing, providing for the kingdom. So to speak. Wakanda, right? <laughs> I know, like, yeah. Black you know, and, 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 and I say that because that's what that was about. Yeah. Like, here was this agent that was on a mission that got called back because of the death of the king. And then the love of the people. It wasn't just the land and the technology. Right. It was the love of the people. And that's what it's about. It's about the love of the people, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, there's people you want to, that need to be excommunicated. There's people that need to be taken out, no doubt. But if you have a love, an overall love from where you come from, what raised you, what what's your tradition, then you have a, a innate respect. Nobody has to question that. They can see it on you when you walk in. You know how to talk to the elders. You know how to talk to the babies. You know how to talk to the ladies. You know how to talk to the brothers. You know how to. To the point where everybody's like, yeah, you yeah. get it. And nobody's confused when you walk in the room. I think people still want that, but now they're just chasing the clout, so to speak. I hear that a lot, and it, it, it's really weird. Because clout is a product of, I want to say, respect, right? Mm -hmm. Or notoriety. Mm -hmm. But people aren't looking to... Gain that respect. They just want the notoriety from it. Mm -hmm. So you want to be famous, but with no respect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I'm seeing a lot now. Well, you hear, you've heard terminology like, I'd rather people fear me than respect me. Right. Well, first of all, for them to fear you, they have to respect you. Right. They have to respect what you can do. Right. They have to respect what you can do to them. Right. If I don't respect what you can do to me, then I don't fear you. Right. You see what I'm saying? So people have taken... The process out and put the cart before the horse, so to speak. They put fear ahead of respect without understanding. If I don't respect you, right. there's no way I can fear you. <laughs> there's absolutely no way. Mm -hmm. But if I respect you, there may be something about you that I fear. Right. I know you don't play. I know you'll come see me. Mm -hmm. I know, But I respect that from you first. Right. And then I go into everything else. So when people make the statement, oh, man, I'd rather be rich than liked. That's cool. Where are you going to spend that money at? Right. Because everywhere you go, don't like you. Right. So you're, you can't even be comfortable with the money. Right. Even though you got it, you got a gate around your house. I mean, you that goes back into extortion, right? Right. You got armed security guards, bulletproof cars. But you're rich, though. But you're rich. Yeah. But you can't go nowhere and enjoy it. You can't just go nowhere and walk down the street and people go, Yo, what's up? How you doing today? Oh, man, you coming over here? Yeah. How beautiful would it be? And, and I know, you know, a lot, of, a lot of that comes from survival tactics. Like, you know, I don't want people around me, and then when something go down, they don't do nothing. Mm -hmm. And so you want that warrior spirit. You want that warrior Everybody energy. Everybody wants to be a shooter. Everybody's a shooter and, and a lot of them don't know how to shoot at all. Mm -hmm. But because they don't respect the gun. You see what I'm saying? We're watching school shootings. Yeah. These these young people that are doing the shootings, they don't respect the gun. They know what it'll do. Right. But they don't respect it because they're venting something whether it's a mental illness, whether it's anger, whether it's uh, uh, you know somebody took my lady 
whatever it is, my man, whatever it is, and they walk in there and they have no other way to gain respect in their mind but to have people fear them and shoot. Now, ask this question. After them people shoot and they get taken away to jail and they go to jail, do people come out and be like, man, I really respected that. Hey, no, especially oh, with man. the situation of kids. With like, youth? Just what happened in Parkland. How many people respect that cat? How many people were really scared of him and that showed something because he had to go in there with a gun? Right. Now, if he was a bully, bully, why don't you just go in there and start knocking some fools out? Right. Because you ain't got it in you. You ain't got it in you. You's a sucker. So nobody's scared of you because nobody respects you. And now, even though you've done this massacre and killed innocent victims, and you thought you were big and bad, you got to go to jail. Yeah. You got to deal with people who, there ain't no guns. If you thought you were getting bullied and picked on, then just yeah. wait till you get to jail. Yeah. So Because you don't know who's family with who. You don't know who has connections inside. Right. You don't know nothing. But you're going into a place where you think you're going to be respected. And even the prisoners, they live by rules. Yeah. Go to prison. There's rules. Hey, inside, yeah, there's more rules inside than there are outside. That's what I'm saying. There's rules. So you think that that rule is going to be, that he he broke the rules. Right. You killed innocent children. You went, and you didn't go up against nobody else with a pistol. Right. You went against unarmed people. That's not bravery. That's not, that's a sucker. Yeah. So you're not respected. So I don't fear you. You don't have a gun in your hand. How many people will walk in the courtroom and go, oh, I'm scared of him. Yeah. The daddies like me will be looking at him like, just give me two minutes with this fool. I mean, you saw what happened with the um, uh, the Olympic doctor. Yeah. The dude's dad, her dad, yeah. he ran over there and jumped on him. Yeah. And right. people had to respect that because he knew he was going to go to jail. Right. He knew he was going to get. Uh, so you have to respect the fact that the man said, I don't give a damn. Right. You have to know what comes with that. You have to know what comes with it. So if we're talking about being famous, but you. In music, you got a 360 deal, so the money you got up front, you got to pay for everything, and they recoup on everything. Like you got that, but you're 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 not really free. Right. You're not really being genuine. You're you you have to run the script. Yeah. And so, I don't know. You know, I think I, I really believe this that crack really messed up generations. Yeah. And we talk about it and then we go on to the next issue because we go, oh man, that was in the 80s. But you, but, guys, but you guys are trying to live like you're in the 80s. Big money, stacks of money, oh, yeah. nice yeah. jewels. You know, I'm going to be that. That was the 80s. That was late 80s, early 90s. I know I was living in it. I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is while you're trying to mimic it, then don't dismiss what caused yeah, the problems. Right. Or what happened. Now you want to mimic, but you dismissed it. BMF. You know why they got caught up? Crack. Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what happened to Free Ray Ricky Ross? Blah, blah, blah. Do you know what happened to Huey P. Newton and the Black Panther Party? See, you want to relive those times because they seem so exciting. But then you dismiss what happened. What the facts. What the government did purposefully to destroy a positive movement for black folks in this country. Right. They brought in crap. They brought in gangs. They brought in dope. And they had agents that probably were the baddest of the bad because they knew they wasn't going to jail. Right. They knew they couldn't 
whatever. So they bring in these agents and then they make the agents the leaders and then we follow the agents right into the rabbit hole. Right. And that's the reality. I mean, yeah, they're making movies and stuff on the net. Yeah. Right? Narcos, all yeah. that. The joint with, uh, what's his name, Tom Cruise that they're putting out. Yeah. It's about how they smuggle the drugs from Colombia all through South America. So, yeah, it's definitely, you know, there's concrete, touchable fact on it. Just look at it. Just re- do some research. And what I want to tell you, all these cats, whoever's listening, do some research. And I don't mean you got to go in and do college-educated research. Right. But don't do some, trust the Don't trust something. Don't trust Google because it said it. Right. Don't trust your partner because he said it. Talk to somebody who's going to be real with you and give you the pros and the cons. Right. There's pros and cons to everything. Yeah. It's called balance. But what happens is we're so out of balance, everybody thinks, everybody got money. That's not even a reality. Right. Everybody's a shooter. That's not a reality. Right. Everybody's tough. That's not a reality. <laughs> right. Some people can't be tough. Some people can't be shooters. Some people can't be because it doesn't balance. Right. And if you look at the world, if you look at life, whatever that supreme being is, make sure that there's balance. Even though when we think it's unbalanced, mm-hmm. there's balance going on in the world. Just check the facts. Well, I appreciate coming through and talk with you, huh? Absolutely, nephew. And I'm glad and happy of what you're doing. This is a conversation I would I would love to hear more voices on, particularly older cats that's been in the game. Not saying young cats can't offer nothing, mm-hmm. but I think the basis is to get a foundation of what was going on that is being mimicked today. I think it's important that the older cats' voices are heard. Even the ignorant motherfuckers. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, say like ignorant, said, I say ignorant uh, motherfuckers so you ignorant niggas hear me. Yeah. I got to put those in there. So there's some people that are only hearing motherfucker. <laughs> only hearing nigga. Only hearing the ignorant shit. And I'm not saying all of that is ignorant if it's used in a way. Right. But meet people where they are. Talk to them where they are. Respect what they, what they got to say. And then make sure you're being respected and heard on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times with young folks... They'll hear some game, and they'll change the way they play. Yeah. And that's what it's about, nephew. All right. <laughs> All right, uh. All right. Until the next time. Easy. Peace.